0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
1: Coffee Break French magazine, season one, episode nine. Bonjour à tous et à toutes, et bienvenue à Coffee Break French. Moi, c'est Marc.
2: Et moi, c'est Pierre Benoît, nous sommes de retour pour un nouvel épisode.
1: Oui, un nouvel épisode et nous allons parler de musique aujourd'hui.
2: De musique et pas n'importe quelle musique, Marc. Nous
1: allons parler de ...d'Edith de Piaf. ...d'Edith en fait. Piaf, très très and bien. Not just any music, but we're going to be speaking about the the, the little sparrow. Ouais, ouais, c'est ça, la, 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 la mom Piaf. La mom Piaf. Okay. Now, of course, we'll be going through this uh, text and talking about the language, the grammar, the, the expressions and so on contained in that text. And you'll get the chance to develop your French understanding with that. And also access a little bit of French culture because it is something that is very important within any French culture, uh, the whole idea of music and this particular singer. Oh, that she's She was unique. So. Unique, tout à fait. Okay, there's lots more coming up. Let us get straight on with the show. Alors, t'es prêt Moi je suis prêt, c'est parti. Allez, c'est parti. Alors, comme d'habitude, nous allons passer la parole à Suzy qui va nous lire le texte d'aujourd'hui. Très bien.
3: Vous avez sûrement entendu parler de la chanteuse et parolière française Edith Piaf, de son vrai nom Edith Giovanna Gassion. Surnommée la môme Piaf, elle est devenue une légende de la culture populaire française. Pourquoi l'a-t-on appelée la môme C'était en raison de sa petite taille et de son apparence frêle. Il faut bien dire que ses débuts n'ont pas été faciles. Elle est née dans la misère en 1915 à Paris. Sa mère était chanteuse de rue et son père était contorsionniste dans un cirque itinérant. À l'âge de 15 ans, Edith commence à gagner sa vie en chantant dans la rue. Elle mène ainsi une vie de bohème jusqu'à ce qu'elle soit découverte par Louis le Play, le gérant d'un cabaret sur les Champs-Élysées. Elle débute alors sa carrière en tant que vedette de musical et enregistre son premier disque, Les mômes de la cloche. Grâce à sa voix unique et vraiment différente de tout ce qu'on avait pu entendre alors, Edith Piaf connaît un énorme succès qui lui permet de devenir une star de renommée mondiale. Pourtant, sa vie, ponctuée de grandes passions, est aussi remplie de souffrances. Elle perd sa fille Marcel en 1935 et l'amour de sa vie, le boxeur Marcel Cerdan, dans un accident d'avion en 1949. Elle meurt le 10 octobre 1963 dans les Alpes-Maritimes d'une rupture d'anévrisme à l'âge de 47 ans. Cet artiste exceptionnel a marqué à jamais la musique française avec des chansons qui sont désormais de grands classiques, telles que Milor, La Foule, Non, je ne regrette rien et n'oublions pas sa chanson la plus célèbre, La vie en rose. Si vous ne l'avez pas encore fait, il faut absolument que vous écoutiez ses chansons. Vous pouvez donc améliorer votre français tout en écoutant de la musique.
1: Et pas n'importe quelle musique, hein
2: Non, la musique d'Edith Piaf, est, comme j'ai dit, elle était unique et, et sa musique, sa, sa manière de chanter, oui. d'accord et, et certaines personnes n'a, n'a, n'apprécient pas sa manière de chanter, oui. d'accord Mais c'est vraiment, ça, ça la rend unique. Et, oui. Et elle, elle, est, elle était sublime, cette petite, parce qu'elle était toute petite, oui, en toute fait. Petite,
1: toute petite. <rire> en fait, si vous n'avez pas encore euh, regardé des vidéos, enfin des, des enregistrements de, de, d'Edith Piaf, vous allez devoir... Regarding ça sur YouTube ou enfin oui, oui. vous avez trouvé ça. Et, et puis surtout en... captiver
2: l'énergie qu'elle dégageait. Oui. Un dégager une énergie oui. dans un tout petit corps comme ça pouvoir dégager une telle énergie, ça c'est chapeau. C'est vraiment chapeau.
1: That's a, a nice expression. When you say chapeau, it means you're taking off your hat to yeah, someone. Hats off. Yeah. Hats off to to someone because you're you're appreciating what they are doing. Well, oui, we are oui. now going to go back through this text and talk about things in detail. And uh, uh, of course, if you're you're using our, our premium version, you can follow on with the text as we go through it. So let's take it line by line and we'll talk about what's included in this text.
2: Vous avez sûrement entendu parler de la chanteuse et parolière française, Edith Piaf.
1: OK, in this first sentence, we've got something interesting because in French, we know that we say « Vous avez entendu parler de quelqu'un ». But in English, we just say, you've heard yep. of someone. So, have you heard about this? In French, you have to turn that around and you say, have you heard to speak of this?
2: Or have you heard, maybe it's an ellipse
1: of people, mm-hmm. like people speaking, speaking of, of about that this. yeah. Have, yeah. You, have you heard people speaking about this? So, vous avez sûrement entendu parler de la chanteuse et parolière française, Édith Piaf. You've surely heard speak. Of the singer and uh, parolière songwriter? Yeah, lyricist. Lyricist, yeah. yeah. So les paroles d'une chanson are are the lyrics of a song. And so this is a a lyricist. She's French, Française, Edith Piaf.
2: De son vrai nom, Edith Giovanna Gassion.
1: So her, her real name was Edith Giovanna Gassion. So perhaps some Italian blood there with yep, the, the name yes. Giovanna. <laughs> but her name that she was given, or the name that she took, was Edith Piaf. C'est quoi un piaf? A, un piaf, uh, it's a little bird, I think it's a, it's a little sparrow. A sparrow. Okay, so the word piaf, and piaf, as a, as a noun, is a, a sparrow. But there's also piafé as a verb.
2: Wow, yeah, yeah, there's an expression that kind of springs to mind, like piafé d'impatience. Oui,
1: je piaffe d'impatience d'enregistrer ouais. ce, cet épisode. Oh, bah,
2: c'était moi, je, je, c'est ça, je tournais <laughs> en rond, je, 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 je piafais d'impatience. It was
1: flying around there like a little sparrow outside the studio. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it means to chomp at the bit. Uh, oh, another nice. figurative expression there from from horses, jump, jump wow. but not to do with birds. But no. piéfy d'impatience, it means to be to be desperate or to, to be something. impatient yeah. to do something. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. So that's that's uh, piaf, um, the the noun, and indeed piaffe the verb.
2: Surnommée la Môme piaf, elle est devenue une légende de la culture populaire française.
1: So, nicknamed, surnommé quelqu'un is to nickname someone. Yeah. So, nicknamed la Momme piaf, which would be the, the piaf kid or it's something the, like that.
2: Or the sparrow kid, yeah, so to speak, the piaf. Uh,
1: yeah. uh, and there you've got mom, you, you often talk about les mômes when you're talking about your, your pupils. <laughs> yes, les mômes or les gosses. Les gosses <laughs> as well. So, another word for kids. Uh-huh. Um, so, la Momme piaf, elle est devenue une légende. So, she became... Or she has become, yep. perhaps looking back yep. in this, yep. she has become, and note there that we've got an être verb, devenir un être verb. Elle est devenue, with agreement. Yep, so you've got an extra E there. Une légende de la culture populaire française. So she became, or she has become, a legend of popular French culture.
2: Yep. Pourquoi l'a-t-on appelée la môme?
1: Why has one called her? And notice where your direct object goes there, your pronoun. Pourquoi l'a-t-on appelé? Why, her, has one called, la môme? Why was she called la môme?
2: C'était en raison de sa petite taille et de son apparence frêle.
1: So it was, as a result of her small size or small stature, and her frail appearance. Can yeah. you see Yeah. Frêle, it's like fragile, frail. Yeah, she she,
2: she she didn't keep very, very well, you mm-hmm. know, as a child
1: so she looked a little ill yeah, in a sense yeah. um, frail, that's the frail word there okay let's go on
2: il faut bien dire que ses débuts n'ont pas été faciles
1: so we really have to say that her start her beginnings in life weren't easy
2: elle est née dans la misère en 1915
1: à paris so she was born into misery in uh, uh, 1915 in paris or she was born into poverty la misère
2: sa mère était chanteuse de rue et son père était contorsionniste dans un cirque itinérant.
1: So her mother was a singer in the street, so a street singer, and her father was a contortionist in a travelling circus, oui. un cirque itinérant. Ouais. So quite, quite, you uh, can see there, yeah, tough yeah, beginnings. Tough, tough beginnings. Yeah.
2: À l'âge de 15 ans, Edith commence à gagner sa vie
1: en chantant dans la rue. So at the age of 15... Edith begins to earn her living, her life, by singing in the street. And notice here, we've gone back to a narrative present. So she begins to earn her life, even though we're talking about the past. The past, yeah. Obviously, we would say she began to earn her living by singing en chantant dans la rue, the nice gerund form there.
2: Yeah, that would have been a nice uh, um, past historic. if been... It
1: would be. Uh-huh. If, if what would we it be, looking, Mark? That would be comment ça Oh, nice. With what? With,
2: with just an A or an S? No, or what? I know.
1: we've got to be careful with this one because commence, on that's C E R at the end. And if we change the ending to A, then we need to do something to that final C to keep it soft to keep it the s- sounds that, and not a cuss k- sound, we yeah. need to put a little cedilla on it. A ciddler. Oh, it's lovely. Don't worry about the past historic. We're, we're thinking about the past historic because Pierre Benoit has been busy writing something. I'll not tell you what he's writing Ooh, at the
2: Andrew moment, but
1: he's definitely using some past historics in that. and His mind is firmly focused on the past historic, but if you're not familiar with the past historic, don't worry about it at all. It's only really used in literature and more formal texts. But here we're looking at presence of narration.
2: C'est à ce moment-là que je fis semblant de
1: ne pas écouter Marc. <laughs> <laughs> Continuement. That, that, that was the moment he pretended he wasn't listening to Mark. Okay.
2: Elle mène ainsi une vie de bohème jusqu'à ce qu'elle soit découverte par Louis Le Play, le gérant d'un cabaret sur les Champs Élysées.
1: So we've got the word ainsi in there. Ainsi means in this way. Elle mène ainsi une vie de bohème. So she lives in this way, uh, a bohemian life.
2: What? Yeah, like like um, like it was happy times, you know, there were no worries. I mean, La Bohème, you think about Charles navour who wrote La Bohème, you think about the opera, Puccini, you know, although there were like hard times, there were still happy times. Yeah
1: it is it's also this idea that I mean, obviously we were talking about née dans la misere it was tough there there perhaps wasn't money there perhaps wasn't food on the table but it is that kind of yeah well, she was bohemian, 15 she yeah, was
2: young she, she was, was singing, singing and she, obviously one. she had this passion and growing inside of her That she, you know she, she was embracing life with all her singing and that's what mattered the rest didn't matter
1: so she lived this life, and then we've got this beautiful phrase, jusqu'à ce qu'elle soit découverte, until she was discovered. Yeah, although in English spotted, we you don't, yeah, spotted,
2: spotted that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Until she was discovered or spotted by Louis Le Play. Yeah. And who was he? He
2: was le gérant d'un cabaret.
1: So he was the director of a cabaret on the Champs-Élysées.
2: Gérant. That's an interesting word, uh, that is gérant, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it means literally manager. Yeah but if we're talking about a, a business like the, the cabaret and the, the Champs-Élysées then the, the director I guess is is fine too
2: yes for the kind of, of field oh, yeah, yeah Yeah.
1: however yeah. if we're talking about film then director we use a different word
2: yeah we use réalisateur
1: the realiser if you yeah. like of the film the person that brings it to life to life yeah, yeah and yeah, I suppose it. if we're talking about the actual director the artistic director of the cabaret then uh, we would di- be probably director artistic you would say that yeah.
2: as well yeah you're right so that was good um, quite, quite interesting word Geron to go back to it if it's kind of an, uh, an everyday uh, situation like you are the gérant d'un, d'un magasin, le gérant d'un, d'un café ou d'un pub. Okay, you're not. automatically the the director. You can just be running the yeah. the, the place. You're a manager.
1: A manager, yeah. So you're you're kind of running the day-to-day, yeah. but you don't necessarily own the, the, the business. That's or Whatever. It. Okay, so let's continue and, find and I never really knows the Champs Élysées. I'm sure. Tout à fait. To chante.
2: Ah non, 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 Marc, comme je te l'ai dit, euh, je ne chante plus.
1: Mais quand même, euh, tous nos auditeurs s'attendent à ce que tu chantes. Euh... Bon.
2: Oh Champs-Élysées Oh Champs-Élysées au oh, Soleil, et tout, etc., etc. À la manière d'Edith Piaf, ça aurait fait Oh Champs-Élysées, or something <rire> like that, you know, Benny.
1: I knew we weren't going to get through this episode without him singing. Okay, let's get back to our text. Elle débute alors sa carrière.
2: Elle débute alors sa carrière en tant que vedette de musical et enregistre son premier disque, Les Mômes de
1: la Cloche. Okay, so here we've got a nice expression, en tant que. You can travailler en tant que, yeah. which means to work as something. And you're going to see that expression in one of the episodes of our forthcoming series of... Coffee Break French To Go! Which episode? Oh je crois que c'est le
2: cinquième, mais je n'en suis pas entièrement sûr.
1: Five or six, I can't quite remember, but yeah, you can look forward to that. That's new video material coming soon. Super. But coming back to this, en tant que, so she, she starts her career en tant que vedette de musical. So as a star of the music hall, and she records her first record, what's it called? Les mômes de la cloche.
2: So the the kids of the bell of the bell, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember the, distinctly. My my dad used to sing that song, the really? song called "Les Trois Cloches," and there used to be a a, a, a band um, called "Les Compagnons de la Chanson." Uh-huh. And if any all our viewers are our, our listeners, if you can go on um, YouTube, uh-huh. can I say this you, and just listen say this, yes, listen uh-huh. to "Les Trois Cloches," "Les Compagnons," the companions, yep. "Les Compagnons de la Chanson." And their company, Édith Piaf. So it's Les Compagnons de la Chanson and Édith Piaf. And the harmonies are absolutely just c'est sublime. C'est sublime. I c'est, must go and look myself. It's a, it's a religious song, but I just love it. It brings tears to, to my eye. Yeah.
1: Okay, good stuff. Let's continue on.
2: Grâce à sa voix unique et vraiment différente de tout ce qu'on avait pu entendre alors.
1: So we'll take that part there. Thanks to her unique voice, sa voix unique est vraiment différente, and it's really different, different from what? De tout ce qu'on avait pu entendre alors, from everything that we had been able to listen to at the time, or to hear at the time. Yep. So, différent de, it's different from. Yep. In this case, différente de, because we're yep. talking about Savoie
2: mm-hmm. I quite like the grassa, hein?
1: Grasa because yeah. we talked about that last time as thanks well. To, thanks could
2: have, to. Could you have said in English as a translation, could you have said because of?
1: Because of, yeah, we could yeah, have. Yeah, but remember, because of and thanks to, we had that discussion. Oh, yeah, before, yeah, we had. one's positive, yeah. one's yeah. negative. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay, that's so grâce thank you. Well, thanks to. Um, <laughs> let, let's take it on from there. Édith Piaf connaît un énorme succès. Literally there, Édith Piaf knows an enormous success, but it, it's kind of like what she experiences. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. qui lui permet de devenir une star de renommée mondiale.
1: This is lovely, because it, it, which allows her, qui lui permet. Why is it lui permet? Permet and not la permet. Ah, because
2: it's indirect, so you need the indirect pronoun
1: here. Absolutely. So it's permettre à,
2: à quelqu'un, quelqu'un de faire quelque chose.
1: Tout à fait. If, if I we love had this. such
2: a complicated structure there. Yeah? yeah.
1: Well, we've got this here. So, qui lui permet de découvrir. Donc, qui permet à Edith Piaf de devenir. De devenir mm-hmm. une star de renommée mondiale. Super. Uh, a star of worldwide or world renowned status here yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. However,
2: Pourtant, sa vie, ponctuée de grandes passions, est aussi
1: remplie de souffrances. So, however, or perhaps more correctly, and yet. Mm-hmm. Pourtant, and yet. And yet, her life, uh, punctuated by great passions, or with, full of great passions, is also full of suffering.
2: Yeah. Elle perd sa fille, Marcel, en 1935.
1: So, she loses her daughter, Marcel, in 1935.
2: Et l'amour de sa vie, le boxeur Marcel Cerdan, dans un accident d'avion en 1949.
1: Et tragically, l'amour de sa vie, le boxeur Marcel Cerdan, et il a perdu dans un accident d'aéroplane en 1949. Edith Piaf meurt le 10 octobre 1963. So she dies, again using present tense here, uh, because we're still narrating in the past, elle meurt le 10 octobre, on the 10th of October 1963. Dans les Alpes-Maritimes. In the Alpes-Maritimes, the département.
2: D'une rupture d'anévrisme à l'âge de 47 ans.
1: So she died of an aneurysm at the age of 47. C'est très jeune, hein Oui. Right. Nonetheless, even with this short life, she was still able to have a profound effect on on world culture.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: and forever. Tout à fait.
2: Cette artiste exceptionnelle a marqué à jamais la musique française
1: avec des chansons qui sont désormais de grands classiques. So this exceptional artist uh, marked forever French music with songs which uh, from then on became great classics. Yeah, à jamais. I love that phrase. Forever, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> literally, uh, for never, yeah. until never, or something
2: uh-huh. like that. So, uh, the the grand classique tell que "Milord," "La Foule."
1: So songs such as "Milord," uh, what, what what's
2: that about? I think it's "My Lord," right. and obviously, um, it, she 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 the 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 girl in the song is addressing um, someone. Um, of a, a different status, status. Yeah, yeah, higher status okay. okay and then La
1: Foule you mentioned also oh, so the that's crowd. the crowd ah,
2: that's a super super melody mm-hmm. uh, Non Je Ne Regrette Rien which is maybe a, I mean it's definitely a classic so. yeah
1: one okay. of the most famous ones so Je Ne Regrette Rien <laughs> but not,
2: not the most famous Mark <laughs> right.
1: so No I Don't Regret Anything N'oublions pas sa chanson
2: la plus célèbre
1: okay. and let's not forget her most famous song La vie en rose. La vie en rose. Uh, literally, life in pink, but yeah. it's life in... Through tinted uh, yeah. spectacles or yeah. pink-colored yeah. yeah. spectacles yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah,
2: when everything is embellished. Exactly. Good. Si vous ne l'avez pas encore fait,
1: If you've a, not already done so... Il faut absolument que vous écoutiez ces chansons. Nice. So, it is absolutely imperative that you listen to these songs. Here, we've got a nice subjunctive. Yeah. Il faut absolument que vous écoutiez. Écoutiez. Not écouter, no, yeah, It
2: and
1: looks like an imperfect, uh-huh. but it's actually a subjunctive a subjunct- Yeah.
2: And uh, ces chansons
1: is interesting. saying
2: these or those songs. Yeah, so, C-E-S. It could have been S-E-S. It
1: could indeed her chansons. Yeah. So <laughs> her, these songs rather than her songs. Yeah,
2: yeah. Vous votre tout en de la you
1: can uh, improve your French Au même temps que de une à Oui, mais
2: ce n'est pas juste des musiques. Nous parlons d'une musique bien, bien spécifique, bien euh, sublime. Ben, sublime, tout simplement. C'est, c'est exceptionnel. Est-ce que tu as une chanson préférée d'Edith Pioff, oh, Je dois dire La vie en rose. C'est vrai ouais, La vie en yeah. rose, te plaît. Ouais. Moi, j'adore l'accordéoniste. Ah bon Oui. Et j'aimerais un jour que tu, que, tu, que, que tu joues cette chanson pour moi. L'accordéon Au piano. <laughs> au piano,
1: <with> <laughs> <laughs> Voilà. Super. Bon, if we ever do uh, do that, maybe we should do a, a little concert on Facebook someday. Good, could, Edith, yeah, f- some some some, that some
2: would be good. With with some French classics. That would be fantastic. Yeah.
1: I don't know how the copyright works for all that, but I think if it's live, then it might be okay. Let us know if you'd like a little... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Live concert on Facebook um with uh yeah, some French songs.
2: Can I just say please um check the lyrics of La L'accordioniste? Mm-hmm. I think they are really beautiful. I love those lyrics. And the way she sings it, uh, Edith Piaf, that is, uh, you can really, really, in one song, you get the, the whole uh, character with its, with its energy, and, you know, elle dégageait, elle dégageait une, une énergie uh, exceptionnelle, exceptionnelle.
1: Parfait. Well, I will also look up those lyrics because I'm not too familiar with the song. Um, but for now, we're going to take a short break and we'll be back in just a moment with our phone-in question. you'd like to take your French that bit further, then you may consider signing up for one of our premium courses on the Coffee Break Academy. There's something for everyone, from absolute beginners up to advanced learners, and the premium materials include lesson notes, transcripts, video lessons, exercises, and vocabulary guides, depending on which course you opt for. Head over to coffeebreakacademy.com to find out more. Welcome back. This is the section of the show where the Coffee Break French listener becomes the star of the show. We are over to Simon for his question. Hi, this is Simon in Colorado, USA. I have been learning French for about three years now and for the last year using Coffee Break French. Um, I have a question following up on the episode where you talked about the perfect tense. Um, I'm a bit confused in the perfect tense as when... You need to change the ending to agree with the uh, participle. Sometimes you need, seem to need to change it, and sometimes you don't. Um, and I wonder if you could explain if there's a rule as to when you need to change it, um, to either to the feminine or the plural. Thanks. Thank you, Simon, for a, a question that I think lots of learners find tricky.
2: Of course, it's tricky because this doesn't exist in, in your own language, Simon. Okay, and um, obviously you know the, the the two auxiliaries avoir and être that, and both need to be used um, when when you conjugate a tense in the perfect tense. Okay? Exactly. So
1: when you're saying I have done or uh, we have gone or whatever, you need your auxiliary verb for, yeah. to translate the have part. Yeah. And then the gone or the done or the sung or whatever That's it happens it. to be. And that would be your past participle. Yeah. The problem is sometimes it's the word
2: to have and sometimes it's the word to be.
1: Exactly, <laughs> okay. yes. So even if in English you're saying I have gone, mm-hmm. in, that, in that situation you don't use the verb avoir, you use the verb
2: être. Yeah, we actually say I am gone. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> so in this situation you've got two verbs. You've got avoir and être, both of which are your auxiliary verbs. And the good news is that the vast majority of verbs take Avoir in the perfect. They conjugate with avoir. That's it. And
2: if you use avoir, Simon, you do not need to agree
1: with the subject. So your past participle stays just as it would be. So, for example, parler, it would be P A R L E acute. Yeah. And there's no change there. If it's
2: j'ai parlé, and whether I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a female or a male, it would not change, okay? « Il a parlé », that would be « il » and then « A and then « parler »,« p-a-r-l e-acute ». And then if it's « elle a parlé », it's exactly the same, it's « e-acute ». You do not need to add the other « e » because you don't agree when you use the « avoir » auxiliary.
1: Okay, so « avoir » verbs straightforward. There's no agreement. Your past participle stays as expected. However, with être verbs, that's when you do have to agree. And there's a set list of être verbs. Yeah. And it's just a case of knowing them and, and learning them. I always learn them in, in sort of pairs. Yeah, so I've good. got six pairs, then there's four R verbs, and then one final one with Tombe. This doesn't cover all the verbs because there's a few different things like yeah, devenir and, that, and so yeah, on.
2: And then you've got venir, devenir, yeah. you've got entrer, rentrer. Yeah. But these are just built on, the, on, on, on a root verb, should I yeah. say.
1: So what I tend to do is think of it: aller venir, arriver partir, entrer sortir, naître mourir, uh, monter descendre, uh, rentrer retourner, revenir rester and tomber. Mm-hmm. And that's the way my French teacher, when I was about fourteen, taught me them, <laughs> and I still remember. it In that kind of combination of of opposites, in a sense.
2: In in my early years of teaching, we we used we used to use a a, a worksheet, and it was um, we were being introduced or we were introducing the pupils to Mrs. Van der Tram. Mrs. Van
1: Tram. Have you yeah. heard of that? Yes, yes. absolutely. Okay. That
2: was quite good. It was very visual. So if you have a visual memory, this is ideal. Um, if you've got more like an audio memory, and I'm sure there are um, plenty. I mean, I know that some of my colleagues actually created a wee song ok, and 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 used to to teach that song to the to their pupils.
1: so I remember when I was teaching, I did a video. It must be on YouTube somewhere, I think, but we made a stop motion animation video with Lego. Um, about the story of Mrs Vander Tramp and her day, oh. and all the things that happened during her day, I must look that out. If uh-huh. I can find it, I'll put a link in the in the show good. <laughs> but I don't know, know whether good. it still exists. It was very <laughs> rudimentary. But
2: I, I actually I have a colleague who videoed themselves singing the the ah, extra song. So maybe I will send you uh, Mark the video and you can do what you want with it. Okay, <laughs> okay.
1: So we've got these verbs, and when you use those verbs, then you do have to agree yeah. your past participle. Yeah. That simply means adding an extra e for. Or the feminine or an S if it's masculine plural or mixed That's plural and an it. ES if it's feminine. Now the thing is sometimes you get the impression that there actually are more etre verbs because you see them so often. Yeah,
2: yeah, because they are motion verbs. Okay, so to go, to fall, to to, to 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 enter a room, okay. But you will see more as well because and you're with us, Simon, you can you have to use the the etre auxiliary when you have reflexive
1: verbs exactly so je me suis levé yep. je me suis douché je me suis uh, lavé réveillé whatever it you know, is whatever. all of these are also using être verbs because they're reflexive yeah yeah. so that that, that kind of uh, increases the list <laughs> indeed there is one other situation Not where you use être verbs, but where you're using avoir verbs and you do have to agree. And this is a special rule. It's it's called the preceding direct object rule where you're talking about something and you have to agree with the object. And I'm going to give you an example of this. Let's imagine we're talking about a house I've bought. Okay, this is the house that I have bought. La maison que j'ai acheté. Now this acheté has to have an extra E on the end. Yeah, and why is it?
2: Well, the subject is je,
1: okay? From, je,
2: from you have in G H T, and the the direct object is la maison, mm-hmm. and because la maison is in 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 a, in its place in a sentence is before the auxiliary the avoir auxiliary, yep. then the past participle does not agree with the subject; it agrees with this past part, with this sorry um, direct with this object. direct object, mm-hmm. la maison being um, feminine yep. and singular. Acheter, will need to have after the E acute, an extra. An
1: extra E. Okay, That's so it. la maison que j'ai acheté. Now, if I were to say to Pierre Benoit, Ah, tu l'as cette maison?
2: Oui, je l'ai acheté. Now we've got tu l'as achetée, apostrophe A-S. The apostrophe referring to the house is still just before the auxiliary. Oh, it's preceding it. Therefore, acheter will have the E acute, e.
1: Likewise, je l'ai acheté. If we're talking about that house again, that EQ e at the end of acheté, je l'ai acheté.
2: So, That's, S- Simon, do you like those explanations? Okay.
1: Les explications. Est-ce, est-ce que
2: tu aimes les explications que tu as entendues?
1: So, what's happening to that entendu there? <laughs> les explications are feminine plural, and therefore entendu should have an es on the end. Okay, Simon. Now, obviously, we've taken that quite far. We've gone to the advanced version of the agreements of the past participle, but hopefully this has helped Simon. If you have a question like Simon, then you can get in touch with us and we can potentially answer your question in a future episode of the Coffee Break French magazine. You can call our voicemail lines in the UK at 0141 416 in the US 347-474-6880 and in Australia 08-7200-6880 or simply head to coffeebreakquestions.com and leave your message there and we'll be delighted to have a listen and potentially include it in a future episode. Et nous revoici pour la dernière partie de, de cet épisode. Et donc, euh, on est bien sûr avec Suzy. Bonjour. Bonjour. Toi, tu aimes la musique de, d'Edith Piaf
3: Oui, bien sûr.
1: Et tu as chanté euh...
3: <rire> Non, je ne pense pas. <rire>
1: okay. ben, on a déjà <rire> chanté beaucoup dans cet épisode, donc ça va, ça va aller. Alors, qu'est-ce que tu as pour nous aujourd'hui
3: uh, nous avons des expressions idiomatiques.
1: Okay, oui. qui ont quelque chose à voir peut-être avec Édith uh, Piaf? Uh, oui. Okay, <laughs> alors raconte-nous.
3: Um, so the first expression we've got is taken from Édith Piaf's famous song, La vie en rose. Um, voir la vie en rose.
1: Voir la vie en rose, to see uh, the life in pink or something like yes. that, literally. <laughs> <laughs> so what does it mean?
3: It means um, to see things through rose tinted glasses, I suppose oh, okay. we would say in English.
1: Yep. Yeah, okay. So give us a couple of examples of this, Susie.
3: Okay. Quand on est amoureux, on voit la vie en rose.
1: C'est vrai. Quand on est amoureux, <laughs> on voit la vie en rose. When you're in love, you see everything through rose colored glasses. I like it. Okay. <laughs>
3: um, elle voit toujours la vie en rose.
1: Okay. It's a good thing, I guess. So mm-hmm. She always sees uh, life through rose. Tinted glasses, mm-hmm. or she always sees just the bright side of things, something like that. Yeah. Très bien. OK.
3: Now we also have the opposite expression mm-hmm. um, of that, which would be tout n'est pas rose.
1: OK, so not everything is pink. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Referring to la vie en rose, I guess, there, you know. <laughs> so not everything is pink. What, what would we say in English for this? There's a, an expression. In English, I'm trying to think. It's not coming to me.
3: I think we would say it's not a bed of roses.
1: It's not a bed of roses. Sticking mm-hmm. with the rose theme, oh, <laughs> all, all is not rosy, or something like that, mm-hmm. perhaps. Yep. Okay. Let's have some examples then of this one.
3: Okay. Uh, tout n'est pas rose dans la vie.
1: Life is not a bed of roses. <laughs> okay. Uh,
3: Anything else? Oui. Uh, malgré toutes ces bonnes nouvelles, tout n'est pas rose.
1: Okay, so despite all this good news, all is not well. Yeah, I think we'll stick, however, with the keeping things <laughs> in rose-tinted road, spectacles. Let's, let's be a little more positive to finish. Bon, merci beaucoup, comme d'habitude, uh, Suzy. De rien. Et nous te verrons euh, la prochaine fois pour le, le dernier épisode de, de cette série. Oui. Alors, à bientôt. À bientôt. That is where we're going to leave this episode of the Coffee Break French magazine. Of course, if you would like to get access to the transcript for this episode, which includes language notes and explanations and further examples, then you can do so at coffeebreakacademy.com. That's available there for this episode and indeed for all the episodes of the series. And there's also a vocabulary list and a set of exercises for each episode. So head over to coffeebreakacademy.com for more information about that. And
2: remember, our episodes go out every two weeks, and there's a lot of content in each episode to keep you busy. But in between times, you can still practice your French with the Coffee Break French team. And we post regular language and cultural challenges on Facebook. Just search for Coffee Break French. We're Learn French on Twitter, where we post regular updates and mini-language lessons. And to take a peek behind the scenes of all things Coffee Break Follow Coffee Break Languages on Instagram.
1: Et voilà, nous serons de retour très bientôt avec le dernier épisode de cette série.
2: Oui, le dernier, mais quand même, on, va, on parlera de la Tour Eiffel.
1: La Tour Eiffel, quelque chose de très connu quand même.
2: Donc, ouais. ce sera super. Alors, vivement, vivement euh, à
1: la prochaine fois. To it. don't forget too, to have a look at the website for some links for some Edith Piaf songs oh. and perhaps if we find these Mr. Van or Mrs. Vanden Trump and so on, yes, we'll yes, post yes, them. Yes, Mais merci beaucoup. Ah, c'est moi qui te remercie, c'est moi
2: qui vous remercie et à la prochaine. Salut. Salut.
1: You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2019, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2019, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved.